Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week, we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the wizarding world. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're super excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today, we're discussing Chapter 9 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, A Place to Hide. Um, First, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag WizardTeam on Twitter to join the conversation. Love our blog, love Wizard Team, have a few extra galleons lying around, donate to Black Girls Create. You can become a Patronus or send a cheering charm at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate. And we have Wizard Team merch, so you can head over to our website and set up your nerd, fashion, and stationery game. And if you want to support us, but you don't have the funds to do so, or you have already become a Patronus and you want to support us again, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever your podcasts are found. Tell your friends. You know, send one of them, like, share links. Tell, tell, tell all the people that follow you on Twitter, on Instagram. You know, spread the word. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe, and you can do that at blackgirlscreate.org. And now for Wizard Team News. Uh, we don't have wizards. We ain't got no shit for you today. <laughs> uh, which is great. We spent so much time on it last week. We ain't so got no shit. Nothing. Awesome. Ain't got nothing for you. <laughs> we um, do. But we, okay. Uh, we do have a magical birthday. Um, so tomorrow is Kimberly Marie's birthday. So happy birthday. Um, shout out. Shout out to you. Shout out to, who's this, Capricorn season i mean oh we have another magical birthday my brother's birthday was on monday oh yeah shout out to bossy he's he's so old he's in his jordan year now so that's weird but um yeah this is weird this is always like a weird time for me between like his birthday and mine Mm -hmm. because we're not quite two years apart so (laughs) like he turns he turned 23 and then i'm like last year this time i was 23 but (laughs) it's fine it'll write itself in like two months so we're good yeah um but yeah, shout out to him. He had a birthday party. Neither of us went because we're washed. But it was It really was actually your fault I that I didn't go. I didn't go because you're a wash. Sense. Because oh. I well, I had asked other friends to go and they said no. And then I was like, that's cool, because Bayana will go. And then Bayana was like, I'm not going. And I was like, I can't just be there with Akira being old as hell and being the oldest person in the room. And then afterwards, yeah. She told me that and I was like, I knew that. Like in the back of my brain, I knew that. But in the moment, I was just like, I laid down. I was like, I can't. I'm too old to be going to this party by myself. And I really wanted to go. But it was just like. Should have went. I should have went. I should have went. I knew. I yeah. regretted it immediately. But. I, I didn't go because going would have meant that I, like, in the between that, I would have had to be sitting outside in the rain for at least an hour. I have an apartment. For, no. I mean, not just track. She oh, track. right. And I was, like, this close to getting sick already mm. so i was like i can't because otherwise i'm gonna be out for like <laughs> for like days and i can't like i just can't afford to get sick right now um so i was just yeah. like i it's just one of my new year's it, intentions but. and i'm gonna have the whole team help me with this is to just try to not be ruled by my emotions because they're so immediate and strong and fleeting that it's just like 
in that moment, I was like, I can't go. I'm going to be the oldest person there. Everyone hates me. Oh, my God. I have to take a nap. And, like, that's ridiculous. But I can't think past that moment. So, like, an hour later, I was like, I really should have gone. <laughs> you probably could have still gone. Cause, but then it was too. I, mean, I don't know how long they were. Yeah, and then it was just too. I was. I had already, like, worked myself yeah, into that. the thing. Yeah. So that's I get that's it. a New Year's intention. I don't do resolutions because I break those, but like For sure. to just I mean, try to you know, intention is a good word to try to like you know keep living through the filling. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but we say all that to say happy, happy birthday. birthday to Kimberly Marie and happy birthday to Obasi. <laughs> um, previously on Wizard Team, there was a wedding. Um. It was an event um, that Molly Weasley, she you know, she did that. I just, I've been thinking a lot about that idea of like AU Harry Potter where Molly Weasley is the breadwinner and it's just like party, planning. party planning and thriving and like the event planner to the Wizarding Stars. And I just, <laughs> I want that for her. I want that for all Same. of us. <laughs> so so molly has found her true calling um bill and floor get married ron is a little salty about victor crumb victor crumb is salty about xenophilia's love good um xenophilia is salty about nothing <laughs> he's chilling um what else oh aunt muriel came here is both a to, queen. Be, so to serve serve and be served um, aunt muriel is a queen tea. She she came when I am one hundred and seven. Sample. She said to she came to the wedding merely to sample the tea that was being offered, as well as to bring some of her own, um, and which which brought uh, Elpheus Doe to tears, um, and has Harry questioning his entire relationship with Dumbledore, but she doesn't care because she's one hundred um, and seven, and. I just want you guys to know that when I hit 107 and knowing my and Bayana's like family history, it's quite possible that that happens. Yeah. I am going to be Aunt Muriel. Oh, okay. It's going to be a sight to behold. <laughs> just... Everybody gonna come to me and I'll be like, yo, I don't, she's 107. <laughs> right. And I'm gonna like... be like 99, <laughs> but I'm just like, I ain't gonna say. Like, give me a, just get her a chair. She'll be fine. Let her just, 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 just smile and nod, and let her say it. You know, just say wild shit. Okay, <laughs> um, and everything's going relatively well. Not, not great. You know, no. like everyone else is having fun. Harry's not. The wedding is a success. Harry's finding out some things about his mentor that he he did he did not, not know. He wasn't prepared know. to know. Right. So, like, he, he personally is not having the best time at the wedding, but, like, the wedding generally is successful until Kingsley's Patronus comes swooping into the marquee and is like, hey, guys, uh, the minister is dead and the Death Eaters are coming. So The ministry wanna, has, wait, it's, has Scrimger has is dead. The ministry has no, the ministry. fallen. <laughs> they are coming. Like God damn it, Kingsley! He said he only had enough. Could time, you not right? give he a hello? A of, no, he didn't have the time. The ministry. Congratulations on the wedding. A have some news houses. for you. She said. <laughs> he said, "Um, so y'all need to go. That's what. Let's needs to just happen. ease into Don't. it. 
no. This is, There's no easy. This is why I would ease. be I would be the worst like or protector because my patrons would be like, "Hey guys, <laughs> so." <laughs> And then all that time, the Death Eaters would have swooped in and shit. Like, get, get to the point, Robin. Well, I was just trying to, I don't, you know, I don't want to open with bad news, but. Nah, Kingsley is an horror. He said, get the this, move. He is at the ministry, right? He said, move. He, he sees shit popping off. He's like, y'all got to go. I know Harry's there. Not everybody know Harry's there. But like, most of the order is at the borough. So I got to let him know. I got to give him some advance notice. We got to be out. And that's where we left off. The ministry um, has fallen. Scrimmager is dead. They are coming. Three sentences, three words each, in nine words, bitch said, your whole life is your whole life is different. She said, Y'all need to y'all need to get out. This was fun. I know y'all was having fun. I'm sorry. And somewhere a baby Jordan Peele was like, get out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so chapter nine, a place to hide. Um, everything seemed fuzzy, slow. Harry and Hermione jumped to their feet and drew their wands. Many people were only just realizing that something strange had happened. Um, people are still looking where the Patronus was um, as it vanished, and then somebody screamed. Mm. So then, so now it's chaos. There, um, the protect people are disapparating. The protective enchantments around the borough have broken, um, which is in part because half of those enchantments were created or were from the Ministry. So now the Ministry has fallen. Voldemort's like, what's the protective enchantment? You I just. Can we also just talk about the fact that, like, nothing is good again? That's what I should say. The ministry has fallen. Scrimger is dead. They are coming. Nothing is good ever again. Um, there's that one time Girl. When... I... Girl. I nothing Girl. good for them, but, like, it's good for us. It's, it's entertaining. Is it? The Tale of the Three Brothers was interesting. That's true. Beautiful gowns. We get to see... We get to see Dean again, you know? We get to, oh, yeah, um, that's such a happy time when we see Dean again. I don't know. I just, oh, I'm man. We were like, oh. Dean, how's it going? He's like, well, you know, on the run, hanging out with <laughs> Grip Hook. Um, Tonks and Remus have a baby in left field, so that, I mean. And then the baby is an that. orphan? I mean, come on, try harder. Well, we, I just said, I said in the moment, like the good little glimpses before it goes, but I didn't say it stays good, but the good things, they ride a dragon. That's fun. A blind that's, and that's awesome. tortured dragon, but yeah, go on. But they free him, so that's the point. That's happy. That is happy. You're right. You're right. They free um, a dragon. And that might be it. I mean, they defeat Voldemort. <laughs> that's good. They defeat Voldemort. All was well. <laughs> All was well. All, literally, we're about to go through like 20-something chapters and then at the end, all was well. Bitch, w- w- can I get some well before all- Voldemort dead? All is well. Bye. It's been nice knowing you. She gave us that epilogue, but mm, we'll get there. Mm. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> all right. I'm actually glad we have different um, opinions on this. I hate this book. Lee starts a podcast. That's what Maggie said. See, right. there are some good things. Lee there starts a podcast. That I hate this book so much. It's one of my favorites. Never take it away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I really like being, I feel very comfortable being miserable. That's a problem. I mean, I don't know. These books don't really make me miserable. They give me feels. But so many feels. feels. 
Ugh. All right, let's go because it's just I'm tired already. Luna ceiling okay. mural is one of the things I'm so mad wasn't in the movie. Says Delia. Delia mentions the ceiling mural. That was a good friends. Thing. Friends, you know how many of us have this? We see that, so but also the- you know what happens when we see that um, mural? Nope. You know where it's Luna is? We find out about that mural. Well, it was just a fun anyway. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just um, saying. Back into the chaos. Harry and Hermione, sorry, yeah, Harry and Hermione are looking for Ron, um, pushing through the crowd. They see Lupin and Tonks shouting Patego. Um, Harry seizes Hermione's hand to make sure they aren't separated, and they see Ron. He takes Hermione's other hand, and then she disapparates. She's ready. She's like, I Let's am on go. the tip of disapparating. I just need Ron, <laughs> and then we're good. Then we're out. Not trying to fight, not trying to do nothing. We they're, they're grown. They got gone. it. Gone. They got auras there. She's like, I need Harry and I need Ron. That's it. <laughs> Let's go. That's my squad. <laughs> I got my bag. I got my boys. We my, out. My, my emergency plan. That was Oh, my, my God. Plan. Hermione literally is the embodiment of that, that saying you always say, get a bag. Don't worry about what I'm doing. <laughs> bye. Chase a bag. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, this is her whole being right now. <laughs> she does. She did not fumble the bag. <laughs> she said... Don't worry about what I'm doing. She did. She got it. Woo. She does have the bag. Quite literally. <laughs> um, so then they separate and then appear on Tottenham Court. court wow. Tottenham Court Road. Tottenham Court Road. <laughs> Don't know why that was hard to say. <laughs> it's not. My, I just. Words. Um, and then she's like, just Hermione's like, just walk. We need to find somewhere for you to change. Um, they're hurrying up the street, Harry and Ron are still in dress robes. You remember, Hermione wore muggle clothes because, again, preparation. Preparation. She had on a dress and some and some heels. And, like, do you know? She was like, I have my bag just in case. Mm-hmm. So she, they end up in the muggle world and she don't look she no d- does not look a bit out of place. Nope. Look at her. Um, Ron's like, Hermione, we don't have anything to change out, change into. And Harry's like, why didn't I make sure I had the invisibility cloak? All last year I had it on me. And I'm just like, mad I did not die for this. Like, I just am so upset. The vigilance is not constant (laughs) with these two. Where is it? Where? (laughs) I just don't see. Like, he did not die for y'all to not stay stay vigilant. I just am. Also, though, the invisibility cloak is in Hermione's bag. Yes. Harry has no fucking clue where the invisibility cloak is. Like, she's been packing and taking their shit, and they are just not even paying attention. Not at all. Like, like, and, 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 like, at the very least, like, they know that Hermione is packing, like, vaguely, but they could have it. But you should know where your invisibility cloak is. You should know where that is. You should also know where what Hermione's doing. Like, now they're only just finding out. So, like, Hermione's like, oh, I have the cloak, and I've got clothes for both of you. Um, and they're all like, how do you how do, you do she that? She said, I told you I was packing, bitches. Right. Ask some follow-up she, questions. And so she she has her she's carrying and they really thought they were just gonna be running around with these big ass rucksacks and like <laughs> tents and stuff just on their backs. That's how they were gonna be on the run. What if they need to make a never mind. I whatever. mean, they could anyway. be like we're on our gap year. We're American, sure, but like, but but yeah, I know. Even still, uh, um, I don't know. So Hermione's carrying nothing except for her small beaded handbag, which I'm just gonna say is really like I know she probably just got it from. Doctor Who, but like it is one of the best inventions of this of this series. I will also say though that I am not a fan of the movie interpretation of the bag that they sell. Like I've never seen it. 
It's just not. Um, they, I didn't know they sell. They sold. Yeah, it. I wouldn't want it if it doesn't actually have an undetectable. It doesn't have an undetectable. So like, but it's like velvet. Then like, what's the point? And like, it has like the little. It looks like a. Glorified. I mean, I've seen it in the. Yeah, I just didn't know they were selling it. Yeah, they sell them, or they did. I don't know if they still do. I believe they do. Yeah, I mean, like it's cute, but I also feel like it probably isn't it like a drawstring. It's a drawstring bag. Yeah. Yeah. And I just feel like the bag with the undetectable extension charm that I love the most is it belongs to one um, Mary Poppins. And I feel Mm -hmm. like she could have had something like along that line. Like obviously not that big. Yeah. But. Because the point is that she's supposed to be able to like hide it. Right. So I'm about to put the Amazon link in the Slack so y'all can see. It's just not. Like, if you were a hippie, you know, but it doesn't, like, I always, like, the way that you read it, Hermione's bag, does, is, it is a bag for all occasions. Right. It, I get what you're saying. It doesn't, it would be, like, a nice black bag. And this is just, yeah. there's a lot going on. There is a lot going on. It doesn't seem easy to carry, even with the jawstrings, like... Mm-hmm. Even if there wasn't, yeah, I guess I've never tents and things I, I in it. I barely like paid attention to the design of it, like in the movies. I don't think they fully show what it looks like. Yeah, like what is this dangly thing on the bottom? Right, it's like a tassel. And like drawstrings are never. You need a zipper. My grandma taught me, bro. You never buy a purse with draw- that does not have a zipper. Right, because like, how are you gonna be able to like guard your stuff? And, like, this bag especially, like, you can't just have, what if she, like, dropped it like she did when Victor showed just, up and the essence of Dittany fell out and she didn't see it right. or broke or what, you know. Right. Obviously, like, I'm sure the drawstrings aren't as important because of all the magical stuff. Like, the drawstrings might act like zippers. Like, you know, there's other things going on. But that bag, we could move on. But I just needed. No, I feel I need that. you all Maggie, to, like, look up that bag and then. Yeah. Maggie says, uh, needs more beads. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there are no beads. Um, just scrolling back up real quick. Delia says, y'all really think Hermione is moving through the world like the fools you are? Like you Mm -hmm. fools are? Um, Hermione absolutely should have been the chosen one. What a waste. That's what I'm saying. Like, she really could have just... I mean, Harry's cool. They're bringing up the Marie Kondo, and Maggie says, Hermione is like the mom of the Fantastic Four and tidying up. She knows where she puts their things, and Harry and Ron are like, where did all my stuff go? Which... We had a cleaner who was like that, who was also my, like, it sounds weird to say cleaner, but, like, my aunt cleaned our house for a while um, when, like, I was, like, in elementary school, and she would just throw our shit, like, my brother was, she was, it's so bad, you can't, don't hire family, y'all. Like, my brother, like, had, like, Legos and stuff, and she would just throw them away. Oh, shit. And we'd be like, where's my thing? Well, it was on the floor, so you didn't want it. No, I didn't know you were coming today. I would have cleaned up if I knew you were coming to clean. You can't just throw my shit away. What? Damn. Where's this? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite book. Gave it away. Uh, no. Yikes. Hermione should do that, though. She should just, like, you obviously didn't care about your invisibility cloak, so I donated it to Goodwill. Yeah, or I kept it for myself. <laughs> right. Haha, ha, I'm the master. You weren't checking for I'm the master of death. <laughs> it's like your uh your thing when you were when we were doing the like 
theories or whatever for this book, mm. and you're talking about Snape, it's like, plot twist, Hermione's the real Dark Lord. <laughs> <laughs> she got the invisibility cloak plot already. Twist. And the resurrection stone, because the Snape... It's in her bag! Like, it's all in her bag! bag. Unless, unless it's in the thing that Harry keeps on his chest, like he has that, oh, his, right. that other bag. It might be in there, but if not, then it's in her bag, so awkward. Um, okay, so... Hermione pulls out a pair of jeans, a sweatshirt, some maroon socks, and finally the silvery invisibility cloak. And they're just like, how the hell? And she's like, undetectable extension charm. She gives it a little shake, and then then a bunch of, like, so then, and which, like, makes her books go out of Mm -hmm. order. She's like, damn, I had them all stacked by subject. Oh, well. Um, So then she has Harry put on the invisibility cloak. Ron has to change. Um, Harry's like, when did you do all this? I told you at the borough, I've had the essentials packed for days, you know, in case we needed to make a quick getaway. I packed your rucksack this morning, Harry, after you changed and put it in here. I just had a feeling. Again, she needs to be the real chosen one. Like, how are they just sitting around? Like, yeah, we're going to have to go hunt horcruxes eventually. I don't have time to go to this wedding. I need to go hunt down Voldemort. Oh, I got to get changed. Let me just throw this over in the corner. Okay, Harry Potter. Like, okay. No preparation? None. Yeah, basically Hermione really should just be doing this on her own because I just, like, how are you just, and and so I'm, I'm going to like take this back in like two pages, mm-hmm. um, but I, it's, it's one of those things where it's really frustrating in some, like on, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, Hermione's boss, this is great, like she's really on it, but on the other hand, it's like, hey, this is Harry's job, right, and, and Ron is also agreed to help mm-hmm. and at this point the burden of like this entire kind of quest is on Hermione which doesn't make sense unless you know she was in the prophecy she's not she's made the choice right to to do to help out but like at this point in terms of the work it's not being separated equally um so I want to so- like bring up something that Portia had mentioned this on Twitter and You'd have to go through and, like, find it because I'm not going to do that work for you. About, like, the women taking on, like, the emotional burdens in the story. Hermione being, like, the main one. Well, she's taking but on she's also at this point, right, like, she's physical, taking on like she, emotional logistics. Like, she's the only one who is actively working to, like, get the thing done or put themselves in the position to defeat Voldemort. And like Dahlia said in the chat, like, Harry's too busy being angsty over porridge to, like, focus on what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that that is, like, really annoying is because, like, I mean, the way we read these books, right, we, we didn't have a break. We just got off of um, Half-Blood Prince. But, like, he was so busy worried about Draco. And, like, like he just keeps letting his, right. like, focus... He keeps like taking his focus off of the the whole reason we're here, right? And it's just like, and it's up to Hermione to like, okay, I've I've been looking up Horcruxes for you. I've been looking up like the Half Blood Prince. I've been looking up like I've been set, like sorting through our books. Like she, you know, like there's just certain things. Like there's some things like okay, clearly before when they were having that conversation and she's sorting the books. That's something she wants to do, right? right? Like, there, she has a system for that, right? And, like, but they could also be thinking, like, okay, these are the things I'm going to take with me. These are the things. Right. Okay, Hermione, how are you packing things? Where can I help? Do you need me to do some laundry? Do you need me? Okay, how is the stuff getting packed? What's going on? Oh, hey, hey, Ron, could you go and get the, the tent from your dad? Yeah, sure. You know, there's just ways that they could split that up. 
as opposed to just it being all on her. And I and honestly feel like if it was up to Ron and Harry, would they have even packed a tent? Like, where oh. do they think that they're going? Like, Harry doesn't have a, even a, like, when he says he's going off to, like, hunt horcruxes, what destination does he have in his mind? You know what I mean? Like, what does he think that that journey looks like? And I don't think he has the destination. And that's a fucking problem. Right. Like, if I said to you, yo, we're going on an adventure. I don't know what it's going to be yet, but let's go on an adventure. You start to think, okay, well, what's our adventure going to look like? Are we going to the beach? Is it a road trip? Do I get a, do I get plane tickets somewhere? Do we, like, pull out a map and, like, spin it and put our finger on it? You know what I mean? But, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, we're doing this thing. And there's some, some people, like, Hermione planned down, like, to having books sorted by subject, right? I don't think that they need to have their books sorted by subject. They just need to make sure they have all the books that they need in the bag. Um, So some people do plan down to that granular amount, but even if you don't plan to that extent, like there's some thought, there's some plan. Unless you're Harry Potter and Ronald Weasley. Also, Portia put a boho satchel in the chat and that is the bag. That's the bag. Like, it, like, you can dress it up, you can dress it down, it has handles, it has a crossbody, like, Where, day to night, day to night, right, it's a little bit, it, it's more <laughs> casual than, like, you can't go to, like, dress it up with some the opera in it, but, like, you know, you could get away with it. People would be like, mm, that's a weird choice in bag, but they wouldn't be like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. So Harry threw the invisibility cloak around his shoulders and pulled it up over his head, vanishing from sight. Um, he was only just beginning to appreciate what, what happened. The other, sorry, the others, everyone at the wedding, we can't worry about that now. It's you there after Harry and we'll just put everyone in more danger if we're, if we go back, um, which, you know, makes sense. And, you know, Hermione and Ron are both there to at least pull Harry and his just Gryffindor tendencies back a little bit. Even though they too, Whew, have they need a Ravenclaw. They need a Hufflepuff in this group they so have, bad. They, my, yeah. they need a Hufflepuff so badly. Yeah, they, they also need, need a Slytherin. I was gonna say they need somebody to be like, mm, now's not the time. Let's just save ourselves. Back yeah, which Hermione did a pretty good job at that, but you know. Um. So then Ron's like, most of the order was there to look after everyone, and Harry's like, yeah, but he thought of Ginny, and fear bubbled like acid in his stomach. Boy, if you don't get Jenny's mama, daddy, four brothers are there. Like, they're not letting her just like wander and float and get, you know what I mean? Like, it's not to say that she couldn't have gotten got, but she could have got got with you there. But really, what we, what the true tragedy here, Robin, is the monster. No. Because what's the monster going to do with all this acid in his stomach? Like, the fear is now dissolving the monster, right? So, like, R.I.P. Edward. You know? I don't know her. Because now the fear is just, it's gnawing. And it's got to gnaw on something. Are you done? Yeah. Um. So, Ron asks why Tottenham Court Road, and Hermione's like, I don't know, but I'm sure it's we're safer out in the muggle world. 
Um, we can hardly pass, we can hardly book rooms at the Leaky Cauldron and Grimmauld Place is out if Snape can get in there. I suppose we could try my parents' house, so I think there's a chance they might check there. Oh, I'd wish they shut up. And she's talking about this group of, uh, men who just decided that street harassment was the thing to do tonight. Um, well, I mean, so, you know, you gotta tell her to smile. Gotta, you know. You know, ditch the ginger. Mm-hmm. And, and all that, you know. But... Um, they, so they, they kind of leave and, or, you know, ignore the weirdos and go into a all night cafe. Oh my God. Um, I hate Portia. Sorry. <laughs> I went into the chat at the wrong time. I just, <laughs> she's bitch. Go, keep, continue. Okay. Um, so they go into an all night cafe. Um, Harry slips into the booth, Ron sits next to him and Hermione sits um, opposite them, her back to the entrance, which she clearly doesn't like because she keeps looking over her shoulder. Um, beneath the cloak, Harry can feel the polyjuice leaving him, so he's turning into himself. He puts his glasses back on. Ron's like, we're not far from the Leaky Cauldron. And Hermione's like, Boy, what did um, I just say? He's like, we can't do that. And he's like, no, I just want to find out what's going on. We know what's going on. Voldemort's taking over the ministry. What else do we need to know? Um, point out. She said Voldemort. Oh, yep. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So, spoiler heavy, there's a taboo on Voldemort's name now that he is in charge of the ministry, so you say Voldemort, then people can find where you're at because it's like, anybody who has the gall and who like, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. is is, is uh, proud and, and reckless and, uh, what is the word? Gryffindor. The word, like, gri- right, nah. <laughs> yeah, basically. Enough to... Uh, to say his name is, his is clearly enemy. not on his side. Yeah. His enemy. So anybody saying Voldemort, they're like, "Oh, we heard you was out here in these streets talking the mess." Lord's name in vain. Like, "Oh, you trying to pop off?" Okay, what's, <laughs> what's, what's good? good, right? Um, thank you, bold Ariana. That's anyone bold enough to just say his name? He's like, "I want to know where they are, who they are, and like, do they need to die?" And the answer, ninety-five percent of the time, is yes. So she says his name. Oop. So, um, Hermione orders two cappuccinos, uh, because obviously you can't order one for Harry because he's invisible. <laughs> Portia said, Voldemort. <laughs> We're not doing that. That is not I becoming can't. a thing. That's totally going to become a thing, isn't it? I love Voldemort. Oh, first Voldemort, now Voldemort. Um, so as, so as she's ordering a pair of burly workmen enter the cafe, I say we find a quiet place to disapparate and head for the countryside. Once we're there, we can send a message to the order. Can you do the talking Patronus thing then? Asked Ron. I've been practicing and I think so. The only one prepared. Like, only one. Practicing. Ron and, She's like, Ron and Harry were like, oh, Harry's like, ooh, it's my birthday. I can do magic outside of school now. Let me accio my glasses and poke myself in the but eye. But practice. <laughs> like, He's a Practice. Not the Dark Lord. Not a game. Oh my God, Maggie said she's Voldemort on Voldemort, and I need the whole chat to take a nap. Maggie has been out of pocket all of 2019. Can we just say that? Like the end of 2018 through 2019. Okay. Maggie has just not, been not Voldemort. She is Voldemort on Voldemort, and I need you all to go to bed. Um, 
And I don't even know. I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> You're talking about Hermione being prepared. Yeah, but and then not practice. Right, practice. So like, she it, it's even like okay, that's very advanced magic, and but she's like, let me see how far I can get. Like, this seems like a very useful thing. Let I me. I mean, undetectable, undetectable extension charms aren't even like, like taught. taught in school, right? Um, I don't know if we this maybe we discussed. Yeah, that last episode. it's like regulated. Yeah, it's it's regulated. Like you, that's not just a spell people just know and use all willy nilly. So, but she's out there giving it the old college try. Like, let me just see what I can like, and it's for me too. It's like it's not even like her. Because the thing I really do love about Hermione, it's not like Hermione is just like this natural, she's not written like some like natural genius. She's just someone who tries and studies and tries hard, you know? So like, it's never like, I mean, she does have like natural ability, but it's not like she's just like, like when Harry Potter picked up a broom, you know? It's like, she, she reads, she studies, she practices mm-hmm. and like, Anyone could do that. Harry, Mr. Chosen One, get your ass, open a book, try. Um, so Ron doesn't like a cappuccino, the cappuccino, and the waitress is not happy about it. She's a little, she's like, well, then why'd you order the cappuccino then? Like, get up out of my cafe, bro. Um, but I mean, I'm a fan of a latte, could- so... Before the waitress could pop off, um, she or she instead goes to the workman, one who was blonde and quite huge. And now that Harry came to look at him, um, and he waved her away, and she's just like, "I need to call on the customer service gods and just center myself." Um, you know, this is like a late shift. She's like, "I don't even mm-hmm. want to be here." But notice but that like, Harry is in a invisibility cloak, and they're not flirting. And she doesn't get off at nine or whatever. Um, though, without that scene in the movie, would we have any scenes of Harry Potter having Wait, chemistry with anyone? I was going to say, that's a different scene. Is it? That was just, that's the Half-Blood Prince. That's the beginning of Half-Blood Prince. You're right. Prince. You're right. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a dumb scene, but it's not in this one. Um, I don't, no, I don't think he used the invisibility cloak in. I don't think that scene exists in the book. No, in the movie for uh, no that oh yeah the Half Blood Prince that's I'm not even talking about that anymore. Uh, I'm talking about this he doesn't use it in the sure. they're just sitting in the he cafe. He doesn't have invisibility cloak. No, he doesn't use Polyjuice potion. No, they just their budget was not. He was just Harry Potter out in these streets. Mm-hmm. Most wanted person alive, just just out here, out here, out here. Um, so Ron is like Hermione, have you got Muggle money to pay for this? And Hermione's like, I took out all my building society savings. Before I came to the borough. Like, just ditch, ditch both of them. The little cat callers were right. Ditch them both. Ditch. Just go on your own. Only you. Help us, Hermione Granger. She said, my life savings is funding oh, life savings. your Ugh. bullshit. Because y'all can't be bothered to be prepared. Also, like, this part is just, it's only recently really started to bother me. Is that... I don't know if y'all know about this. There's this there's this fanfic called The Survivor in which oh. um, 
it's after the first Wizarding War, but Remus goes to live in the Muggle world and he's like figuring it out. Like he's a werewolf. He just wants to like try to have as normal a life in society as possible without being shunned. And so he figures the Muggle world is a place to do that. Um, the fact that Ron doesn't even consider that they're like the safest place for them would be to integrate into the Muggle world. Like, it's always my first, like, when we talk about, like, oh, where are you going to go on the run? Like, where are the Dursleys going to go on the run from um, Voldemort? Like, take your ass to France. He doesn't leave this continent. Like, what are you talking about? He doesn't leave the country. Like, go to Albania. Go, goddammit, go to, like, Manchester. (laughs) I mean, you know, the reason that doesn't bother me is because plot. I, yes, but... Like, if this was just, like, a regular-ass story, like, you're not even regular story, if this is, like, real life, um, and we are hearing this story about, like, these dudes who are on the run and they just, like, stayed in the same country, I'd be like, and you could apparate and you just... But it's not even, like, it's not food. even about, to me, it's, like, I don't think that they should, like, leave the country, right? Because they are, like, hunting horcruxes and this is where, like, they're not, like, just running away. Like, they are actually putting up a fight. But it's, it is... It is like being a spy, right? You don't just like, I mean, I guess in some movies you put on some glasses and all of a sudden you're a different person, but like, you can't just be going to Diagon Alley. Like, what are you talking about? Like, he's Harry fucking Potter. You're Ronald Weasley. You're not going back to school and you want to what? Go to the Three Broomsticks? What? Godric's Hollow. But I thought Ron asked- No, Ron wants to go to Leaky Cauldron. Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. I mean, but, yeah. I mean, so, uh, Delia says Ron isn't Ravenclaw. He, as a pure blood, has the same blind spot as Voldemort in them. Um, the Muggle, the Muggle world is not on his radar. But it should be, though. It should be, but I, I kind of get that, though. It's like, they, that's not the world that they know, and in their, in his head, like, it's not really a, it's just not an option. Not. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not a thing that he, it's not, like, where his brain would go in terms of like we're going to right yeah hide or whatever um so as Hermione's talking about how she is uh the greatest preparer of all time um the two workmen made identical movements and Harry mirrored them with without conscious thought all three of them drew their wands um so I'm like okay Harry can stay Harry can stay Harry's good he he doesn't bring anything in terms of um planning but in terms of protection and defense. Yeah. He brings something to the table. Um, Ron, a few seconds late in realizing what was going on, lunged across the table and pushed Hermione sideways onto her bench. Um, the force of the Death Eater spells shattered the tiled wall where Ron's head had just been, and Harry, still invisible, yelled stupefy. The great blonde Death Eater was hit in the face. Um, and then his companion, unable to see who cast the spell, fired another one at Ron. Shining black ropes flew from the wand tip and bound Ron head to foot. Harry sent another stunning spell to Death Eater um, with a twisted face. This is Dolohov, who is the worst. Um, but it missed, rebounded on the window, and hit the waitress. Expulso bellowed uh, the Death Eater, and the table behind which Harry was standing blew up. Um, so then his wand leaves his hand, and the cloak slips off of him. Petrificus Totalis screams Hermione, and then the Death Eater falls forward like a statue to land with a crunching thud on a mess of broken china, table, and coffee. Um, so then Hermione goes and tries to 
get like untangle Ron, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's using Defendo, but but she kind of stutters and then she cuts his knee and then it's like, I'm sorry, my hand shaking, Defendo. So like, we've been you know we've been talking about Hermione again, greatest preparer of all time. Um, but she's not great at like split decisions and like when things pop off without right. like. Like, just out of nowhere, which is, like, same, to be honest. Like, don't surprise me with shit. Like, hey, we're going here. No, <laughs> I'm going to stay home. Um, So I get that. It's, like, very much, like, once she has everything in order, then she's ready. Like, the Death Eater's popping up at the burrow. She's like, cool, I have my stuff. I'm prepared. I, like, foresaw this happening, so I got it. But then in th- moments like this, like, Harry it moves quickly, right? He's like, I'm on it. I, you know, he kind of realizes immediately what's going on, whereas she is is a little bit slower on that. And then when things like that happen, she's sh- she shook. Right. Okay, so two things. We got to go back into the mm-hmm. chat for her. One, Maggie can stay. I know I don't, but she... She wanted to know what a building society was and ended up Googling it because uh, Portia thought it was like the Masonic Order and it's like a credit union. And um, <laughs> just like being like what is that okay um secondly Amani says ron a few seconds late in realizing what's going on is his proper full name wow and shade yes um portia said that's what bilius stands for <laughs> it's short bilius for short um <laughs> can't um and then and then she also says that hermione is a strategist not a melee fighter um, but like, I think this is one of those things, and I feel like this might be a, this is, this is a kind of a fault where in, in terms of like how Joe is writing the three, the three of them mm-hmm. in this kind of situation. Like again, her, uh, Hermione is very good at preparation and Harry is very good at like the split second decision. Reaction. Like, shit's popping off. He can think, you know, he, um, it's good reaction. Like as things are happening. And so they balance each other out. And then there's Ron. <laughs> and that didn't used to be the case. And so I think that that, and I'm not saying like, and then there's Ron to be like, Ron ain't shit. I'm saying it to be like, when the Sorcerer's Stone happened and they had to get through those, um, and they had to get to um, the Sorcerer's Stone before Snape, just kidding, it was Quirrell. Like, yeah. they each had strengths that they put to use to get through that, right? And like, Ron, Ron had strategy because he did he the, had strategy, the and that's my thing is like we do we see that and it's like cultivated in that one book and then we barely ever see it again. I was um, and it's a thing that we talked a lot about in that first book. I, I mean, I haven't listened to those episodes in forever, but like as I was reading this, I was reminded of how we were talking about how he has the strategy. You know, he won fifty points for Gryffindor for like the best played game of Wizards Chess, and now that's kind of like been brought to where like if people who are really good at chess like. That is, you know, chess is like a... You have to think moves like, ahead and, like... Yeah, it's 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 a war game, yeah. right? Like, it's not... So, like, he's good at those things, but then we don't... It, like, never manifests past that first book. And I think that that becomes... It's to his detriment, because then we only really get a focus on his insecurities and, like, the way he acts yeah. in, like, regards and in response to those insecurities. And, like, we get him as a good friend... Right. And like he's cool with Harry and Hermione and he protects them and is and is um, and cares about them when he's not in his own chest. But we don't get like what he actually brings to the table in terms of going out, going to find Horcruxes. Right. Like if they're going to make a plan, like he should be 
adding he to the plan. Like, oh, and... let's go to the Leaky Cauldron. He would, I would think, like, based on how he was established in the first book, that he would have some good ideas on what to do next, right? And I mean, um, we kind of so... do get, like, he, when he leaves them and he's, like, listening mm-hmm. to the Snatchers and kind of, like, picking up some stuff like he would be ron would actually have been a really good spy to have he would have been a great hercules mulligan because he is he's pure blood and they could have figured out ways in which i mean obviously he wants to be with them but they could like send him out to do reconnaissance and stuff like that and he would know what to do like he would be a very good mundungus um without being all of the worst things about mundungus (laughs) right you know what i mean which is like yeah, Ron, you should go to the Leaky Cauldron. You're a Weasley. You're not, like, like, people might, like, you know, figure you know where Harry is, but you can, like, w- wiggle your way out of it and stuff. Like, you, if you don't get in with Ron, you know, you could find out the, the tea and, like, mm-hmm. slip in, slip out, and it's not going to be, like, as noticeable as Harry Potter walking in, like, hey, guys, what's going on? <laughs> Heard the ministry fell crazy (laughs) anybody got any information about like they would be like yo um i do think that i agree with you i think the one thing um about like them losing that with ron how i figured is that he gets it's not even so much about his insecurities but he gets really lazy and it's kind of a like an it's like the like the stories that like my family starts telling me about like potheads. It's like you could be the smartest person, you could have all this potential, but then you just get really lazy and you don't have any motivation. And I see that in Ron. Like Ron is very like strategic and like what would Ron's career like Hogwarts career have been like had he not met Hermione, who was willing to do his work? You know, because like when I was in school, when I when I moved. I was I went from like being in all honors and AP classes and then I moved and I had a might have been racist I don't know but like my counselor was like well this is a different school and it's college prep and it's harder so you should be in regular classes and I like my brain was like no like smart is smart is smart um but my like I didn't want to fight about it and my parents were like busy moving (laughs) and like and so like my mom actually caught caught it afterwards but like but for that first like semester then I was like oh this shit is easy but I'm 15 right Right. so my 15 year old self is not like oh this is too easy and I need to be in in a class that's going to challenge me so that I'm better prepared for life my my brain was like oh I could take a nap in this class and still get an A this is awesome, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what I get from Ron, where he doesn't, he has all of the capabilities and he has all of the, like, tools, but he doesn't have anyone pushing him to be better. Because as much as I love Hermione, Hermione's not pushing him. Like, she might nag at him, but she still does his homework. She's not really. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, Molly might nag at him, but still, like, babies him and does everything, like, takes care of him. And so no one's really, like, forcing him to meet his potential. So. Which I think that, like, when we get to later when he leaves, like, that part becomes a little bit more clear, especially on the Molly side. Yeah. Um, But I would also, but I think that 
it wouldn't take away from that to also have his strategic nature in it. But I think that we don't really get that in like we we should have also got it before because we don't get it in the Department of Mystery, right? Um, well, we don't really see the end of Half Blood Prince, and I can't really remember if he was like they kind of made a plan, but it kind of is assumed that her like I think that it just became assumed that like Hermione is the one who does the plans, but like Ron could have easily that could have been his thing, right? Right. Um, so I think that like you know we talk shit about Ron, but I think it's also kind of a miss, especially at this point in the books. And I honestly it, ha- it occurred to me that like it could be one of those things where like you can tell when like. I, I often am like, okay, these books don't take that much from the movies, but it could be taking a little bit from, like, the movies shipping of Harry and Hermione. Yeah. Um, and having them be so balanced and Ron just kind of being there. Yeah. Um, even though, like, you know, she has her end game and, like, it's it's Ron and Hermione and that's what it's going to be, but still. But she often, kind of set that up Hermione before the of, movies really started shipping Harry and that was right. already in her like exactly I'm like at this point Hermione is kind of more to the like she's the most useful yeah right even even in these moments where she's like where she's like her hand is shaking and she's freaked out like she's still done all this shit right and she's ready yeah so um, um Delia says in the chat and then there's Ron is a forever Potter fandom mood and Portia did I bench Portia yet because I should um, Portia says Ron is and Peggy from Hamilton. Um, and like, I don't know what ATLA is. Oh, the last airbender. Oh, yes. Um, Maggie says that though she hadn't seen, um, oh, Avatar, the last airbender. I get it. After, until after reading Harry Potter, she has since realized that she was hoping that Ron would become like Sokka. And I think that that's yeah. so true. Right, because Sokka is, like, hella silly. Right. He has his insecurity TV doing shit, and you're like, bro, please chill. But then when it's time to When it's time to go, he's ready. And he's, like, front lines ready. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I am, like, the thing I love about Sokka, too, is, like, I am the oldest. I am in charge. I am in everyone's, like, but, bro, we got, like, literally the Avatar right here. Right. So, please. (laughs) All of us are benders. Right. So, when he's, like, no, 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 here's the plan. And they're like, okay, Sokka. And then... But he, like, has his land. Right, you know? right. Um, yeah, that is a miss. That's a yeah. big miss. It is. Okay, so so Ron, so Hermione finally gets Ron free. Um, Harry's looking at the Death Eaters. I should have recognized him. He was there the night Dumbledore died, um, he says, of the blonde Death Eater. Uh, that's Dolohov, Ron says, about the darker... Death Eater, I guess. I recognize him from the old Wanted posters. Also, you know, he killed your uncles, but whatever. I think the big ones, Thorf and Rao. Never mind what they're called. How did they find us? Uh, it's because she said Voldemort's name. Just, you know. FYI. Before. <laughs> yeah. Um, somehow the panic seemed to clear Harry's head. So again, they're balancing each other out. Mm-hmm. While Harry's like, oh shit, what are we going to do about? We got to go back to the borough. Hermione's like, it's cool. I got this. We, we need to... Mm-hmm move forward now Hermione's like oh shit how'd they find us what are we gonna do he's like it's cool we have to get this together and then we can think about that but like again Ron is just there here and that shouldn't be the case um so he tells Ron to lock or tells her to lock the doors and for Ron to turn off the lights um what are we gonna do with them Ron asks kill them they'd kill us they just had a good go now um and Harry's like, we just need to wipe their memories. It's better like that. They'll throw them off the scent. 
you're the boss, said Ron, sounding profoundly relieved. And I wanted to say, like, point that out because yeah. in the movie, they kind of, like, do a little pre-Horcrux thing where Ron is just, like, extra already, mm-hmm. you know? Um, where he's just, you know, looking all dark and Darth Vader-y and he's like, we should kill them. And everybody's like, no, we can't. And he's like, fine, but I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> they would have killed us. Like, Right, and so as opposed to in this point when he did say they would kill us, he's still kind of like, "Is that what we do?" I kind of, I mean, I'm just asking. But when Harry's like, "Nah," he's like, "Cool, phew, <laughs> not ready for yeah. that." Yeah, I also like the so, idea. Like, I like the line because you're the boss. Because I think that that is really like that is how Ron is entering this entire thing. Like, Harry knows mm-hmm. what to do. And that is also where it all falls apart when he starts to, like, he has a lot of, and one of the good things. Relying on Harry's reliance on Dumbledore. Right. And one of the things about this book that I really love, it kind of mirrors, like, Ron and Harry really mirror Harry and Dumbledore in this moment. Like, Ron Mm. has has put his faith in Harry without asking questions, Um, which is not, and, and not, and not. In the same way that Harry, like Dumbledore, I think kind of leaned on Harry to not ask what, like Harry asked some questions and right. like Ron, Harry is never like put on to Ron that he is omnipotent, omniscient, but um, it kind of mirrors that like Harry relied on Dumbledore like blindly and that's starting to bite him in the ass and like Ron is relying on Harry blindly and it's going to bite him in the ass. Right. So. Um. Okay, so then Ron's like, I've never done a memory charm. Hermione says, nor have I, but I know the theory. Again, just prepped. She's ready. Um. So she says, obliviate. At once, Dolhoff's eyes became unfocused and dreamy. Um. So Harry has her take care of the other one while and the waitress while Ron and uh, Harry clear up. Um. Because people might wonder what happened, or they might wonder what happened if they wake up and find themselves in a place that looks like it's been bombed. Um, and then Ron is trying to get his wand out of his pocket. It's no wonder I can't get it out, Hermione. You packed my old jeans. They're tight. Um, and I'm like, maybe if you had packed or just helped or just bothered <laughs> to like, you know, oversee the packing of your clothes. Um, and Hermione's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, and Harry hears her mutter a suggestion as to where Ron could stick his wand upset, <laughs> up instead, which, you know, period. Yeah. Um, Portia also mentions one of the annoying things about Ron is how much he wants to be a leader, yet also doesn't realize that you have to lead to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And like Ooh. the chess scene was a good display of his leadership potential, but and Dahlia says, like, yeah, you he wants the title without doing the work. And like that is the biggest thing with Ron. Like again, I go back to like his laziness and like just wanting things handed to him. And yeah. and for the most part. For the most of his life, that has been how things have gone. Mm-hmm. But to, like, go above and beyond, like, if you look at Hermione to be the brightest witch of your age, right, to be, like, top of your class, you have to study. Like, Hermione is naturally smart, but she's not, like, chilling by the lake with them. She she takes her ass to the library and, like, is intellectually curious. And so, um, yeah. Um, Amani also points out that Hermione has done a memory charm. Mm-hmm. She wiped her parents' memories and ra- erased her existence and convinced them to move to Australia. So that was just a miss on the editor's part, but we know. Right. Or at least have guessed uh, 
At this point, though, we can safely say that, like, J.K. Rowling and editors are a a very tenuous relationship. They're they're sitting there like, you got it. You the best. Ain't nobody ever written like you. You invented writing. But that, but that should have been a, that should have been a, should have been caught. Caught, yeah. I mean, I'm saying it's as, as someone who's 20, read this however many times, like, I didn't catch it, but also a lot of the shit was going on. I'm There's like, so much stuff going on. Then popped up. We still don't know where, where we're going. <laughs> like, hold up. So like, but yeah, but she has, but we're not editors. Right. At least weren't and aren't editing this. Right. Or something. Um, so once the cafe is restored, they heave the Death Eaters back into their booth and prop them up facing each other. Um, and Hermione's like, how did they find us? You don't think you've still got your trace on you? And Ron's like, the trace breaks at 17. That's wizarding law. You can't put it on an adult. And I'm like, but why not? But also, also like, it's wizarding wiz- law. What the but- fuck is wizarding law? The ministry has fallen. Like- <laughs> right. And so that's my question, too, is like, is it wizarding law, like... Gamp's magical, like third law of <laughs> elemental transfiguration, or is it Wizarding Law? Like somebody wrote up put a that statue. Into law, yeah, it's a bill. It became a law, and then like you know, sitting like, on Capitol Hill. Well, exactly. <laughs> don't do that <laughs> like, to me. Don't do that. Don't don't um, don't don't schoolhouse rock you know, me. What do you mean, don't schoolhouse rock you? You schoolhouse rock my entire house. I know all we watch on weekends. I mean, on the weekends. Still, oh, but I also still want well, my. Because that's the only I thing that she still can want watch. my DVD back. So I just you can need y'all to you know. I mean, she um, she's still only, sick. She can enjoy. It, I'm just saying. So, but basically, it, it's not clear on like what that is, and also like if it is like a law of, of like magic, then like seventeen is such an arbitrary number for that to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just seems it's it's so that part is a little confusing, but um, you know. So they only because we're close reading. They also bring up that like memory charms obliviate and like erasing memory is probably different than modifying memories, um, because oh, it says um, Hermione says. Amani says, if Hermione's memory charms are so weak that Tom broke the one on Delahoff anyway, it's probably for the best she didn't mention her parents here. Um, and so um, Maggie says, because the language that she uses is someone addressing um, I, I got lost in this. Cause, mm-hmm. Because that's J.K. Rowling uses the language of modifying Hermione's parents' right. memories versus erasing or like obliviating their memories true um true. though it i would think that modifying is harder though, right than just, than just being a blank slate. and i wouldn't say that like because amani saying that tom broke the one on dollar like i don't think that that's what's hap- what happened i think like we'll get there but i think what happened is that he knew that they were going to find harry potter right mm-hmm. he was like somebody said my name so he they disapparated and went and Next thing they know, they don't know nothing. And he's like, so you let Harry Potter get away? Right. Also, Tom is 70 years old. So her, my, her, even if he did break the memory charm, like, he broke Barty Crouch Sr.'s memory charm on Bertha Jorkins. Like, did a number on her. So I don't think that, like, like her, it's the first time she's done it. Ain't really nothing to... Right, but like also like Tom is also out here flying without a broom, so like his mad. Like his that's just, what I'm saying. Like he's just he's you know on a different level. We're just talking like, about like you know like that's not the Kareem Abdul Jabbar of magic, like <laughs> you know, like 
Hermione out here doing her best, but like you got Lou Alcindor out here just like breaking records. I just don't know what she's supposed to do. Oh my god. Um can't. Um sorry, I got distracted by uh the chat being ridiculous. Yes, sort of. Um, okay, so Harry's like if I can't use magic and you can't be use magic near me without us giving away our position, we're not splitting up, said Hermione. Um, we need to find a safe place to hide, said Ron. Give us time to think things through. Grimaud place, said Harry. Don't be silly. Snape can get in there. Ron's dad said they put jinxes against him. Um, and so what? I swear, I'd like nothing better than the meat Snape. <laughs> just, right now. I get it. But it's right just now. Like, not the time. Right now. <laughs> like, maybe take a nap first. Like... Right now, <laughs> we're doing this now. It's so funny, but he's always been like that when it comes to Snape. He's like, Snape's coming. Like I got it. Don't worry about it. It's on site. Just <laughs> that's how he is with Snape right now. It's on site. That's how he's been with Snape since year two. But like, <laughs> since he first saw him, since they first locked eyes in the Great Hall in his Scar twinge, he was like, "That's right." It. Delia says reckless and somebody said Harry you met him last year after he killed Albus how did that work out for you like there's what what no it's on site on site for no, what for him no, to why are you coming in with facts why are you coming in here with facts it's funk on site <laughs> that's what it is it just is literally so I life. remember like when I would get really mad at my brother when we had like a sizable I think he might still be able to do this because of our our height difference but like you've all done this and, like, they hold you by the forehead and you just start swinging wildly. And they just stand in there calmly holding you by the forehead. And you're just like, let me at him. Let me at him. That is Harry and Snape right now. Just. It is. It is. But I appreciate the effort. I appreciate the passion. That's what I'm saying. Harry, he is, he has, he's a one-track mind. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he, it's a mission. And he's willing to, he has chosen to accept mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the memory thing. Maggie says that apparently J.K. Rowling said that um, Hermione hasn't wiped her parents' memories. Um, she bewitched them to make them believe that they are different people. So that's a different spell. Mm. Is it though? So it's kind of like an. It's kind of like I don't an. Think so, it, because Obliviate. It's like an. Um, Obliviate is a. Um, is like specifically wiped. Confunded. Sure Not a confunded. It's like a. What's it called? The other one. <laughs> Delia said Obliviate the- Maxima. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Not Maxima. So it's kind of like empiricing them to be like, you are so-and-so. I don't know. I don't don't know what that spell is, but Oh my god. I can't with Maxima. They loved them on Maxima in these movies. That's a car. Anyway, um... I just had said it enough times that I was like, I've heard that more than just in Harry Potter. My best friend, like, only has Maximas, and he names them Max, and so he's, like, on, like, Max 9 or something like that. Damn. <laughs> um, so, on the count of, ha- on, on Harry's count of three, they reversed the spells on their three victims, um, and then apparated, or disapparated. Then, seconds later, they were standing in the middle of a familiar, small, and shabby square, Number 12 was visible to them, for they had been told of his existence by Dumbledore, its secret keeper. Um, And so they race up the stone steps, and Harry taps the front door once with his wand. Harry closes the door behind behind them, and old-fashioned gas lamps spring into life. It looked just as Harry remembered it. Eerie, cobwebbed, the outlines of the house elf heads on the wall, throwing odd shadows up the staircase. 
long dark curtains concealed the portrait of Sirius's mother. Um, and then the troll, the troll leg umbrella stand um, was lying on its side as if Tonks had just knocked it over again. So like this is interesting. I I mean like I like how like we get here and it's kind of like we you know we've we've been here. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's very much kind of like a. Uh, like I know you. How's it going? Portal. Yeah, it's like you come back and it's like nostalgia, right? Except for it's like a gloomy place. So that part's awkward. But um, I think somebody's been in here. Hermione whispered, and it's Snape, which we'll find out in the Prince's Tale. So gross. But it was him. That it was. So anyway, um, Harry's like, where are all these jinxes they put up against Snape? Maybe they're only activated if he shows up, suggests Ron. Um, we can't stay here forever, said Harry, and he took a step forward. Severus Snape? Mad-Eye's voice whispered out in the darkness. We're not Snape, croaked Harry, before something whooshed over him like cold air, and his tongue curled backward on itself, making it impossible to speak. Before he had time to feel inside his mouth, however, his tongue had unraveled again. Yeah. That must have been the tongue-tying curse Mad-Eye set up for Snape, Hermione stammered. Um, gingerly, Harry took another step forward, and then a figure rose up out of the carpet, tall, dust-colored, and terrible. Hermione screamed, and so did Mrs. Black. Um, the gray figure was gliding toward them faster and faster, its waist-length hair and beard streaming behind it, its face sunken, fleshless, with empty eye sockets, horribly familiar, dreadfully altered. It It raised a wasted arm, pointing at Harry. She loves her some horror. Like, the woman is so twisted. And I just... <laughs> just like, girl, please. Like... Take a chill pill. Drink talk. Do you want to talk to someone about it, love? Like, I just feel like you <laughs> need to talk. You need to talk about it. Let's just, like, get it out in the open. She said, Call a thing a thing, beloved. A dusty zombie Dumbledore. That's what That's what, that's what you need. Mm. Remember how these books were for kids at one point? Not today. <laughs> Not today. Mm-hmm. No, Harry shouted. No, it wasn't us. We didn't kill you. On the word kill, the, fi- the figure exploded in a great cloud of dust. Um, Harry looked around to see Hermione crouched on the floor by the door with her arms over her head. And Ron, who's shaking from head to foot, patted her clumsily on the shoulder and saying, it's all right. It's gone. Um, as all this is happening, Mrs. Black is still screaming. Mudblood's filth stains of dishonor. Taint of shame on the house of my father. Taint of shame! Oh, mm-hmm. God, I gotta, I really gotta get into a fight with someone and knock out some of these. You know? Taint of shame on the house of my Taint father. Taint of shame. Shut up, Harry Bellow, directing his wand at her because he does not have the time and he's gonna channel his best serious. Um... Hermione's still freaking out and Harry's like, it wasn't really him, was it? Just something to scare Snape. Had it worked, or had Snape already blasted the horror figure aside as casually as he had killed the real Dumbledore? Like, damn. Damn. Cold blood. Before we go any further, I think we better check, whispered Hermione. Um, She raises her wand and says, hominem revelio. Nothing happened. Uh, Well, you just had a big shock, shock, said Ron kindly. What was that supposed to do? (laughs) Just, like, learn Latin. (laughs) What? (laughs) Come on. I, it did what I meant it to do, said Hermione. There, that was a spell to reveal human presence, and there's nobody here except us. An old Dusty, said Ron. Um, let's go up. And so they go into the drawing room on the first floor, which is where they first found um, the Horcrux 
that they're after, but kind of like, you know, chucked it. Mm. And then, which is awkward. Um, but other than that, like, somebody got strangled by some robes. Maybe that was Ron. Fred and George got some doxy droppings. It was just A lot fun was going on. Fun, fun was being had. You know? Yeah. Um... So Ron crosses the window and looks out, can't see anyone out there. And you'd think if Harry saw the trace on him, they'd have followed us here. Um, I don't know. I, I know they can't get in the house, but what's up, Harry? Because um, Harry gave a cry of pain. His scar had burned again. He felt fury that was not his own, pound through his body, violent and brief as an electric shock. Um, Ron's like, what did you see? Did you see him at my place? No, I just felt anger. He's really angry. But that could be at the borough," said Ron loudly. "What else? Did you see anything? Ron, Was he someone. So he, but he's just worried about his family. Like he's just like, it's it's one of those things where it's clearly not. He's clearly not being tactful, but like he also can't help it because he's you know. But he could he like, could he chill a little. He could chill. He could like. He could. I understand that. that you're worried, but why are you screaming at someone who is going through like a debilitating migraine? He's. How is that he, helping? It's not How are you getting your answers any quicker? Um, so Harry felt badgered, confused, and Hermione did not help. You're scar again? But what's going on? I thought the connection had closed. And then Harry's like, I think it, start, it started to open again whenever he loses control. But then you've got to close your mind. Um, Dumbledore didn't want you to use that connection. That's why you're supposed to use Aquamancy. Otherwise, Voldemort can plant false images in your mind. Remember? And he's like, yeah, I do remember things. So like, they're both just like doing a lot, right? Like, she's freaking out, but she's also beating a dead horse. Right. And at this point, sitting in Grimmauld Place, I don't think Harry needs reminding right. of what happened <laughs> the last time like, it was used again. Oh, him. you mean the last time yeah. when the person who lives here died because I didn't shut and my mind house. and left me with yeah. no hope of being a real family? Yeah, I think I, re- I, think I remember that. I think that's yeah. kind of forever seared into my brain. But thank you for the reminder. Thanks for the friendly I reminder. But I think it also goes back to, like, when we were talking about with Ron and how, like, she nags, but, like, still allows it to happen. Right. You know what I mean? So she's just like, you weren't supposed to do that, but, like, doesn't. Like, you're not helping him. It's not that it's not necessarily on her to do that, but, like, it just doesn't really help. Right. Well, I mean, and I think this is the thing is, like, if you're going to nag, then you should, like, think of, like, you should try at least to think of actionable ways to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he still isn't doing it, then you just wipe your hands of it. Like you, like, yeah. When at a certain point, you just gotta be like, all right, whatever. whatever. Right. So like, this is like my mom used to nag the hell out of me about cleaning my room. She wasn't helping me clean my room. Mm-hmm. The nagging wasn't helping me clean my room. Right. The nagging was just making me annoyed. And then I would just stop talking. And I would just go straight into my room and close the door. And I still felt bad about the fact that I wasn't cleaning my room. Like, I wasn't like, ha ha, look at at me not cleaning my room, suck it. Like, it wasn't like, it just was like a, a... a barrier that I could not overcome. Like I get, I, I think I've talked about this where you get to the point where you're so overwhelmed that like you, you just are frozen in overwhelm, overwhelmedness. Sure. <laughs> so I think with Harry, it's like, it's not that like he did not try hard enough. Like I'm not saying that he has tried hard enough, but also he's literally screaming in pain 
when but his scar is hurting. It's also just like it's that's what that's just it's a why. Right. Like, He's so back, like back in Order of the Phoenix when he was supposed when he was like taking those classes, even right after when Snape stopped giving it to him because he was you know doing the most. Harry was not chasing his own bag. Um he was chasing Snape's. <laughs> and so when that when that was happening, then like Hermione can be like, Bro, use Aquamancy. Like, okay. But yeah. at this point, it's been two years. Like he ain't, you know, he ain't been practicing. Like he, like he can't. You don't even know why he stopped. He still hasn't told you why he mm-hmm. is no no longer takes <laughs> Aquamancy class. But like you know, he no longer takes a class. You know, he's not practicing. So at this point, you just gotta be like, give him the side eye, and then like you know what you can do to on. like make this go right. away. You and choose then, to not do it. So obviously, mm-hmm. like this is your life now, and I don't know what to tell you. Right. Um, so then Harry wishes that he had not told them what he had seen and felt. It made Voldemort more threatening. Um, he turned his back on Ron and Hermione, pretending to be examining the old tapestry of the Black family tree. Then Hermione shrieked. Harry drew his wand again and spun around to see a silver Patronus soar through the drawing room window and land upon the floor in front of them, where it solidified into the weasel that spoke in the, fo- in the voice of Ron's father. Family safe. Do not reply. We are being watched. Um, then the Patronus dissolves. Ron let out a noise between a whimper and a groan and dropped onto the sofa. Um, Hermione joined him, gripping his arm. They're all right. They're all right. Um, Ron half laughed and hugged her. Harry, he said over Hermione's shoulder, I, it's not a problem, said Harry. Um, though he's still dealing with Mm -hmm. his head. Um, it's your family. Of course you're worried. I'd feel the same way. He thought of Ginny. I do feel the same way. This one bothered me. And like okay. more so than the other time. Yes. I wanna get reason, I wanna get into that. But I also want to wait, wait, I'm before like, you get into that, I uh, want to say, please stop it with that goddamn voice. No, I'm not. <laughs> I will not. I shot. <laughs> but now go into why it bothered you. I'm pretty sure it probably bothered me for the same reasons, but that goddamn so, voice, I hate you. So <laughs> it, it makes me laugh, so I'm gonna keep doing it. Um it bothers me because Who taught him how to go through the barrier in Platform 9 and 3 quarters? Who introduced him to Ron when they realized he was alone? Who um, broke him out of the uh, out, out of number four Privet Drive? Who then kept him at home, even though, or who kept him at the borough, even though he probably, like, even though he had been broken out of a house, right? Even though, like, his kids shouldn't have done, or her kids shouldn't have done that. Who, <laughs> like, took her, took him to Diagon Alley? Who bought like, dress robes? Bought dress, not bought dress, but like took him like, to buy his stuff. Mm-hmm. Like who baked an entire like a beach ball size cake in the shape of a snitch? Who took him to the World Cup? Like there are all these things, right? <laughs> that the entire family has done for him, and so for him to be like, oh, I feel the same way, and then only think of Jenny. It's some like, bullshit. No, it, it and and that's like a writing problem, right? Like it's not. It just doesn't make sense. Like, who? Thank you, Tiana. Who made him a Weasley sweater every freaking night? Yeah. Who gave him the Marauders map? Thanks, Delia. <laughs> like all of these things. Um, and like, who came the Triwizard Tournament? And the fam- like each champion was allowed to have family come. Who, who came? came his family. Who got like in the fight with Sirius about who had his best interest at heart. Not that she was right, but like her her instinct heart was in the right place, right? And her motherly instinct. Who right? took him like, who, to, to, his, to trial. his trial and walked him there? Right. Like 
So it just is like one of those who things where like made a, yes, who, it would feel who was like, We're about to be out this bitch. School is not the place for us anymore, but we are gonna use this time to help Harry. Like our last hurrah is going to actually be a diversion for Harry. Right. Who lost a freaking ear? Who lost a fucking ear? Like, I just, like, so it just bothers me that it's very much, and it's not even to say that Jimmy. Who changed their whole wedding money? and don't even know him? Right. Don't really right. know him. Right. Did, like, put himself and his fiance, well, I mean, I guess the fiance. Well, like, family vacation with right. kids. I like, mean, I guess his fiance knows summer. him, so, like, she was, I'm sure was probably down to do it, too. But was like, we're he about to. Her, he saved her sister. Right. So. We're about to start our life together, but before we do that. Let's go put on some Podgy's potion and whisk ourselves. Whisk our lives for, you know, like, my I kid just, brother's friend. So it just feels like, and and I don't know, like, I like Jenny and Harry could, could be in love with each other, whatever. Like, what the writing of that aside, like, you feel that same way about the Weasleys because they're your family, not because of Jenny's ass. Right. It's not just Jenny. It's like they are the people who have been looking out for you this whole time. Like you, and and the, and the reason why why it bothers me is because we just saw like two chapters ago when like Harry is having this like moment where he's feeling really bad about all of the stress that he's putting Mrs. Weasley through. Yeah, and like he acknowledges that. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden now he's like, yeah, I'm worried about them too. And think about Ginny. I feel that. I, I feel the same way. Like no, it's about all of them. Every single one of them has done something like of like great value for you because they think of you as family family and and you think of them as that too so then it just the writing of that is dumb yes <laughs> like it just is and it's annoying um and it anyway. also like it does a dis again it does a disservice to the henny shipping like a lot right. of the reason a lot of the problems i have with jenny and Harry have nothing to do with Ginny and Harry. I mean, they do, mm-hmm. but it's mostly the writing of it. And like mm-hmm. the idea that like, she becomes like the most important person. Again, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording. I may not be the best. I, I, I may not, I just may not have the range of like love and what that means. But like, she isn't a very important person to him. That doesn't negate everyone else and like romantic love does not trump all other forms of love like there are very many different forms of love like i love luna she is a dog there are like certain things she has pooed in my house i still love her like i would love her even more if she would not poo in my house but that is a different love than what I feel for my parents is a different love than what I feel for my friends, but it's still love. And if the dark Lord came and they were all in one spot, I wouldn't be like, Oh, but Luna's safe. <laughs> like, no, no. And that's not to say that like my love for Luna is any less. It's just to say that like, I, People, you have the capacity to care about more than one person's well-being. Right. You can be like, cool, they're all, all safe. safe. He could have even been like, he thought of Molly, who had spent all that time, mm-hmm. and now the deputies are in our house, trucking mud up and down the <laughs> stairs, acting crazy. Who has spent like, all this time to make sure that he was safe. Right. 
and how much worry she must be in now because even though they're safe she doesn't know where they are thought about like arthur who took the time to send that message to however knows how many places, all the places he could think of, because he doesn't know that they're a grandma place. I wonder about that. Maybe it's like maybe it's like an owl where the Patronus just knows where they go. Place. That always like that kind of magic animal. scares me. I don't like that idea. I mean, yes, but like they, yeah, imagine if we'd like come crashing into the into it's, the cafe. I would <laughs> literally just be following Patroni and owls around if I were Voldemort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that, that like part is, is like not, it didn't make sense. It's upsetting. And it also feels like, again, going back to like the Henny ship, it feels like she's forcing it onto us. Like when she did need to. Right. Like that, it could have started again, back in the prisoner of Azkaban. They didn't have to be in love. They didn't even have to think like (laughs) that. They could just be friends or they could, Harry could be helping Jenny through her, like, or at least talking to her about the aftermath of like being possessed by Voldemort like they don't ever talk about it they just all forget until she's like hey guess what remember me yeah and they're like oh, oh yeah that happened? one time now all of a sudden now all of a sudden he's like she's the most important thing in his life and they dated for two weeks Maggie needs to be stopped <laughs> <laughs> so they're all talking about who he could be worried about um Dahlia says, no concern for your other dad, Remus. Uh, Tiana says, just rude and disrespectful to the Weasleys. Open your eyes. Um, Amani says, he's worried about Severus, Dahlia. Which, I mean, Amani's a lost cause, so, you know. Um, <laughs> Portia says, no concern for Kingsley possibly blowing his cover. And then Maggie, he should be rejoicing that Muriel is living to spill tea another day. And Portia says, oh, to be privy to Muriel going on in on the death, to going in on the Death Eaters, which is true because Muriel was at that party. Like, get that, get that one, one up, I'm 107. <laughs> Flying around here, buzzing around here with that mask on. I know you. I know you, Lucius. I wiped your ass when you were a baby. Get away. Go on. Go on somewhere. I'm 107. Oh my gosh. I can't. Ugh, the chat. Ugh. The chat is one of the best things that we ever did, but also the worst. Yeah. Both, Both and. and. Um, so, Hermione's like, I don't want to be on my own. Could we use the sleeping bags I've brought in camp in here? Um, Ron agrees, and Harry's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, because his head is hurting. Um, so he barely made it, bolting the door behind him with trembling hands, he grasped his pounding head and fell to the floor. Then in an explosion of agony, he felt the rage that did not belong to him possess his soul, saw a long lit, sorry, a long room lit only by firelight and the great blonde death eater on the floor, screaming and writhing and a slighter figure standing over him, wand outstretched while Harry spoke in a high, cold, merciless voice. More row or shall we end it and feed you to Nagini or Nagini? Because that's how you actually pronounce nope. it. Nope. Um, Lord Voldemort is not sure he will forgive this time. You called me back for this to tell me Harry Potter has escaped again? Like, why'd you call him back? That was just a bad idea. You should already be they prob- they, a, I, I'm, I'm convinced you do mistake. not call him until you have Harry Potter, like... Like, primed and ready. 
with like all of the sailor knots, like every every Boy Scout knot that you know of, mm-hmm. like in chains. That's when you call him. Yeah. Don't call him for anything less. Exactly. With Harry Potter on a platter. Um, give Raoul another taste. Oh, so Draco, give Raoul another taste of our displeasure. Do it or fill my wrath yourself. Um, Jesus Christ. So then. Also, Harry just a reminder was, like, Draco ain't shit, but he's also a child. Like. Well, okay. So I, yeah, I do want to. So Harry wakes up um, and he, like, pushes himself up. He. Malfoy's gaunt, petrified face seemed branded on the inside of his eyes. Um, Harry felt sickened by what he had seen, by by the use to which Draco was now being put to Voldemort. Um, so, first of all, you know, he we know how much Harry cares oh, sorry, about... Oh, sorry, I got it. Uh, I got it. He, he knows how much Harry cares. We know how much Harry cares about Draco. He's been, he spent his whole last year. That's, that's, really that's, who, that's who Edward is really thinking about. Yeah, sorry. Let me... Malfoy's gaunt, petrified face seemed branded on the inside of his eyes. Harry felt sickened by Ugh. what he had seen, by the use to which Draco was I just want you to know that when you actually, like, publish your book and there's, like, a romance plot, this is how I'm going to read it. Do you want that? Please do. Please do you do. want that? It would make me laugh. It would make me laugh. I'm going to go back when I'm doing my last revision and I'm going to read it like that. <laughs> Honestly, sometimes I write shit and I'm like, wow, this is dramatic as hell. Like, in my head, I'm just like, this is a lot. Yeah. But that's also just me because I'm just not like that in real life. But it's funny. It's so funny. Um, but so I do want to point out, so like maybe this is where the whole like Draco didn't want to be a Death Eater and like he went against his family wishes and was, you know, he really cared about muggles mm. or whatever, where that comes from. Because like, you know, he didn't want to do this. No. In particular. Not this one thing. Not this one thing. So, like, I, you know, I couldn't, I can't really see the reach, but I could see from where the reach would come. <laughs> yeah. If that makes sense. Um, so then there's a sharp rap on the door. Um, Hermione's voice rings out. Harry, do you want your toothbrush? I've got it here. Yeah, great. Thanks, he said, fighting to keep his voice casual as he stood up to let her. Hermione so like, decided. is 18, 17, 18, and has 18. Her, his toothbrush. Mm-hmm. He didn't even think about that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You packed mm-hmm. my toothbrush. Because I'm utterly useless. But go on. Not utterly. Not he, utterly. He, you know, you're right. Shit went down and he, he handled right. it. Right. You're right. Not utterly, but... Just a little bit. Alarmingly useless. He's he's of use. Just not... As much as you would hope. Given that he's the chosen one. Yes. All right, um, MVP and benched. So, obviously, Hermione is my MVP mm-hmm. um, for being ready, for staying ready, for, like, even just, like, I don't know how to do a memory charm, but, like, if it's between me and y'all, I guess. Like, just, like, <laughs> just taking on every, like responsibility that she should not have to take on because who else is there? Right. Yeah. I too made her my MVP just for being like, you know, preparation queen. Um, And like, I I did like this chapter in that like we got to see like Hermione is clearly 
the most repaired and truly could just go on her own. But there are things that she doesn't have that Harry has yeah. and brings to the table. And so, like, we see why, you know, we have to be reminded in the times where, like, yes. shit's popping off why Harry. I mean, like, even when they get like, into Grimald Place, like, Hermione does not handle that as well as No, Harry. she's right. not. She's not someone who can think on her feet. Like, she like she needs she needs preparation. She needs time to, like, prep yeah. and then be Like, we'll see it in a little bit when they um, start planning to go uh, to wherever they're going oh to the ministry Ministry. like she's very much on like we need to know the plan Mm -hmm. and where whereas harry is like when things go wrong then i know what to do and so i understand that part i just do think that harry needed to like have a little bit more More balance in terms of like a little bit like he especially i think they all need it but i think that he especially because he's like the main yeah dude you know what i mean like he needs to be able to like like, I, I think that there is strength in, like, relying on your friends to, like, you know, for their particular strengths and to, like, recognize that. But you also can't just be caught out here. Right. In the streets. Like, that makes sense. Right. So, um, Delia makes Hermione the MVP for having the bag secured and being dressed for the occasion. Maggie makes Hermione Jean Granger for performing feats of advanced magic, being prepared to actually engage in this work. And having the strategy ready to go. Amani MVPs Hermione, the baddest witch, securing the bag and still being expected to carry out the black woman's burden and do all of the work, shoulder the emotional burden despite her obvious trauma and still being the most prepared and the only one who has a plan. And the congregation says, amen. (laughs) Ashe. Tiana MVPs Hermione because she represents black excellence and always being prepared and looking out for her people. Portia Hermione for all of the reasons stated above. I think I got all everyone. Right. Who'd you bench? I bench Snape. Word. Um, I think that like there are a lot of like things about like not being prepared and stuff and like and his cover is kind of blown. But I feel like there were ways in which for two things. I feel like there were ways in which he could have let them know about the trace. Um, could have let it slip to Mundungus or the the taboo, sorry. Um, because that is very important to like, he knows that Harry is running around talking about Tom. Tom ain't shit. I know Tom, blah, 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 blah. Well, Voldemort, he should be saying Tom. Right, he should be saying Tom. But like, he knows because they've gotten into it before about like, Harry says Voldemort's name. Um, Mm -hmm. and he could have like told Mundungus, he could have... Like, he imperious Mundungus once, he could do it again. He could have, you know, let he, he's a spy. He could have done something. But then also because of um, Grandma Place and going back to Grandma Place and, like, making that, like, insecure. And because also I don't like him. Word. I benched Tom. Yeah. Because he messed up Molly's meticulously planned wedding. Like, she had it together. To the T. he was like... Her tweet he said, deck magic. That's what I'm saying. She had it together and he did not care. Um, also for setting the taboo, for being a wizard Nazi, for making Draco do his dirty work and for being the worst. All valid things. Um, Dahlia benches Severus Snape for being so trash that Harry can't focus on the matter at hand because he's busy wishing Snape were here because it's hands on sight. <laughs> Amani bitches, Ronald, where, why are you even here? Weasley, because why is he even here? 
Okay. Uh, Tiana bitches Harry for not knowing who his family is. And yep. Okay. Okay. Maggie. 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 <laughs> Maggie bitches Snape for at this very moment wearing his fedora and destroying a precious artifact which Harry has few enough of and depriving Harry from one more photo of his own damn mother. She's getting ahead of herself, but I'll allow it. Yes. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but I will allow um, it. Oh, Imani also bitches Dolohov because he's the yes. worst. Okay, so Portia benches Voldemort. <laughs> um, but she wants to bench all pureblood wizards for their effery, but she, she'll settle on Voldemort, who's not a pureblood wizard, but, you know, it's the reason for the season. So, yeah. That... Is it? Thank you for listening. Next week, we will be discussing chapter 10 of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows, Creatures Tale. Tell me how this isn't me- this isn't a terrible book. Tell me, tell me again how um, we're not miserable. In Creatures Tale, we find out that if you're really nice to house elves, then they'll do the work for you. Will be super nice to you, um, regardless of previous lights and trauma they just become real happy and if you just say the right thing and give them the right junk then they know exactly yeah then they're just like yes a master i'll cook your meals and wash your clothes yeah beautiful make sure to follow along and let us know if you think uh who you think is the real mvp and who is benched for the chapter as well as others this is now chapter 10 so or this is chapter 9 but like next week is chapter 10 so like you know throw them in there Hit me up. Um, join the conversation on Twitter at We Black and Nerds, hashtag Wizard Team. Um, be prepared for Black Wizard History Month. We are coming. Coming hard. So just like be ready. Stay woke. Black Wizard History Month 3. Two black, two history. No. (laughs) (laughs) Three black, three history.